0: So just so we're clear, what the fuck are we
1: talking about? The Shining. Okay. Won't be a long episode, but, you know, um, I didn't publish the the post-show thing we did, so I'll just start off by saying we had such a good conversation about it, we wanted to turn it into a full episode. Okay. Um, and we do have a comment on the Dr. Shining video. The, that Dr. Shining? Pretty good. the Dr. good. S- the Dr. Sleep. What was the comment? Uh, actually, pretty long comment. Uh, more or less loved the movie, so I'll read that comment out. We're up to 13 subscribers now. Okay. Uh, almost 200 views on the video as well. Okay. So, So yeah, I guess we'll get started. Okay. Alright. <sighs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We're your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week?
0: You know me, Tyler. I'm chilling.
1: Well, that's good to hear, as always. So, this week is a bit of an odd movie to talk about in December. I wouldn't really consider it a Christmas movie, but on our last episode, we talked about Dr. Sleep. After we recorded the episode... Mike and I had a pretty good discussion about The Shining, and we thought, well, let's just turn that into a full episode. So before we move forward with all the movies coming out now, we just wanted to talk more about one of the more famous movies of all time, made from Stanley Kubrick. You know, if you're in the film, you've heard of him. And Mike, what is The Shining about? Besides crazy Jack Nicholson? The
0: Shining is the prequel to Doctor Sleep, and it is about a family, consistent of Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, and unnamed child actor. He does have a name; I just don't know it.
1: It is Danny Lloyd.
0: Just talking about the actor's name. Yeah. Uh, his name is Danny Lloyd. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, Danny Lloyd
1: as Danny Torrance.
0: Okay. Ironic, but okay. Um, So, yeah, Jack Nicholson's character takes up a job to kind of look after the Overlook Hotel during their winter break. Because the roads... Excuse me. Because the roads... They ice over, and it snows a lot, so they get no traffic. But They still need someone to look after the hotel while everyone's away. And the hotel is essentially haunted, and it slowly corrupts the minds of the male caretakers.
1: Okay, that's an interesting way to put it. Um, Because I assume you're referencing both Jack and Danny, right?
0: And also the caretaker before him as well.
1: Okay, that's true. That's true. Uh, Dick Halloran. It, it,
0: it, no Dick Halloran was uh he was the uh, cook. The oh, you mean the caretaker that killed his two daughters?
1: Oh yeah, the one with the yeah, the one with the daughter. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mentioned Dick because he, like Danny, can while well, not corrupted. He does see what's going on. Yes. I do find it kind of weird that Wendy's like the only one in the story that doesn't really know what the fuck's happening. I mean, it kind of makes sense. But, um, I think the one thing that makes The Shining great is it is, well, besides his outstanding performance, is that this movie's so open to interpretation. The more you think about it, the more you can talk about it. So take, for example, Jack going crazy, his performance. When does he go crazy? You know, is it as soon as he steps in a hotel? Is it a month in? Is it a weekend? Is it when he takes the first drink from the bartender that's not there? Is that when he's done? It's like, you do see him over time lose his mind more and more, but when was the moment where it started? And then you can say the same thing for it just goes into his character more as like, we know he was kind of an asshole before, but was he really that much of an asshole or like, how does the hotel work? Right. Yeah. Like they don't make, make that clear, but it's great that you don't know all the answers.
0: I agree. Um, back to when he went crazy. I mean, it's kind of hard. You're right. It is hard to tell because I know we talked about this before, I can't tell if it's Jack Nicholson's acting or the way the lines were supposed to be read. Yeah. If he was, that's just the way he talked or he was a sarcastic asshole his whole life.
1: Yeah. You were talking about the uh, the weather going through the rooms. He's like, Oh, it's perfect for a child.
0: Yeah. And can't he's just tell. He's like, it sounds sarcastic, but you, you can't tell.
1: Yeah. It's like, then, is he already possessed now or is he just an asshole or is he just being nice? he just comes off as sarcastic.
0: Yeah. And also, like, in the beginning, he wasn't... He wasn't being, like, an asshole to his wife, like, at all. It seemed like their marriage was okay. Like, not great, but not as abusive as it led up to. The longer that he stayed there, the more hostile he became.
1: Like, you could tell he was slightly annoyed with her at times, but was still trying to be nice. But yeah, at a certain point, like, okay, you're just being mean. Correct. Um, I think another thing about The Shining is just the lore in the movie itself. And obviously, this doesn't all just go to Kubrick. Obviously, this is based off Stephen King's book. But um, just the idea, like, at the end, when you see the photo that there's been issues with the hotel for years and you see a guy that looks like Jack in the photo from the 1920s. And now you're like, what does that mean? Is he like reincarnated? Is it that he was always here? And it's just that ending always puzzled me.
0: Uh, In, I mean, you can take it however you want, but my interpretation was he is now part of the hotel.
1: Okay. Like, so he wasn't yeah. in the photo before, but now that he's taken, the hotel took him. He's, yeah, he's that's,
0: there. That's the way I took it. Because okay. uh, if you freeze frame it, I believe the other caretaker before him that killed his daughter, he was also in the photo. Okay. So is it a possibility that everyone in that photo has just been victim Over time of of the uh, Overlook Hotel,
1: and that could be, and it'd be a perfect way for the hotel to show off because it's one photo in the center of a bunch of others, so no one would really pay attention to it if it was slightly edited. Correct. No, no. So, uh, but Mike, what else did you like about the movie?
0: Well, I liked how it was more psychological. It was like, uh, was it cabin fever? fever type thing. Yeah. Where you just kind of you're stuck in a rut like yeah, it can be fun for a little bit but when you're there for weeks and weeks on end and there's nothing to do in this giant hotel, you you can go a little mad.
1: You can. Yeah. And I was how uh Yeah.
0: It really didn't try to pull off horror aspect until the very end and even then i still wouldn't even call it a horror i'd call it more of a psychological thriller
1: yeah i would agree with you there like there might be a couple like one it's like dr sleep it's like there's two or three scary elements and couple scenes but it's not that doesn't make it a horror movie correct and i would say just besides uh, Jack Nicholson. I thought a lot of the supporting cast was really good as well, especially Danny. Uh, the kid that plays Danny's pretty good, uh, especially yes. for his age. And uh, Dick Halloran. You know, at the beginning, you're like, "Oh, okay, he's trying to be nice and all," but it sucks that the, all the effort he goes through to get back to the hotel just to die in like two seconds. But and uh, you know, I've said it before. Obviously, you know how I feel about Doctor Sleep but one of the few things I did like is how, even in death, he's still able to help Danny. Yep. Because based on the movie, he didn't do much.
0: Not really, except for yeah. just like, hey, we got the
1: shine. Yeah, we got the shine. Watch out. Don't go to this room. I'm going into the room anyway. Yep. So technically,
0: it's really Danny's fault that uh, Dick Howard is dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you it, could also say that about Dr. Sleep as well. You know, that girl wouldn't stop messing with that group. Yeah. And now what happened to Danny?
0: like
1: mm. so it continues, huh?
0: Indeed. She better hope some kid doesn't reach out and find her, but... So it also kind of makes you wonder. If Danny never went into that room, would the events
1: have still happened? That That's what, that's what I've been saying. It's like, what is... Because we know the hotel is alive, but yeah. did he need to open the room for the bad shit to happen? Or would it, the hotel just been teasing them the entire time, but couldn't do much because of the room?
0: Well, I think the room opened itself,
1: didn't it? And then he just walked it in. It did, and- but then he opened it up. Yes. Fully. And then that's when he got attacked. But that's also a good point. It did, if I remember correctly, it did turn the doorknob and cracked open. Yes. If that's the case, why not just crack it open all the way and come out? So, but I mean, that's what I find personally great about *Shining* is you can just go back and forth on when do you think everything happened. Because you're right, if he didn't go in that day, would have would have Jack uh, Jack Torrance gone crazy? But. So, was there anything you did not like about the movie? I think I know there's one thing.
0: I mean, some of the acting was kind of annoying to sit through.
1: Uh Including?
0: I'm not going to be mean about it this time, but (laughs) Shelley Duvall's acting really annoyed me. She was just like, alright. It's just irritating.
1: I will say it's not the greatest, but
0: you know who knows i heard uh, she had a rough time working with stanley kubrick
1: that's what i heard too so i think obviously that gets you know got got a lot of abuse during the production you know cut some slack but i, I at the very, at the minimum she did get me to understand that she she felt trapped and isolated with jack with jack torrance and she did get that fear across acting wise not oh, that really. great but the fear was especially the um her in the baseball bat scene, as she goes up the stairs, that's when it like really hit that like there's not really nothing she can do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I did uh, feel uh, uh. that it was too long. A little bit. I, I feel it could have shaved off like twenty minutes. Yeah. I I, I definitely felt, especially the beginning of the movie, could have sped up a bit. Um, yeah,
0: but. I feel like that's the, uh, the whole movie is just kind of very long and kind of tiptoeing everywhere. Like, it, it takes its time throughout everything, realistically.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, like, yeah, I guess that's a better way to put it. It's just, Overall, it could have been shortened because there's not one scene that you could take out. Because I feel if you take out any specific scene, it would hurt the movie.
0: Yes, and what, that what we yeah. got is already cut down. Because oh, the, original, uh, the original Kubrick version, which was widely released to basically everywhere except for the United States. Because uh, cinemas in the United States thought it would be too long The to film. It's got another 30 to 45 minutes to it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm just looking here, actually, on my screen. The European version, he cut 25 minutes from the movie for the U.S. Yes. So, yeah. Wow. So, this could have been easily, how long was it? Two and a half hour movie?
0: Yeah, it would have been about three hours.
1: About three hours, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of a shame, but... Yeah, I mean, Jesus, if the European version was three hours, I wonder what his initial cut was, probably four to five hours. Yeah. But, yeah, this Re- is... Release the Kubrick cut. <laughs> Hashtag release the Kubrick cut. But, uh, that's basically all I have about The Shining. Um, personally, I'd recommend it. If you're into films, this is... all well, everyone knows about the Shining... Uh, I feel a lot of people these days haven't sat down and watched it. I think you should sit down and watch it, as it is a good, uh, great film on psych- psychological terror and how it can affect people.
0: Agree. I would recommend it. Okay. I mean, if you're a film lover, you have to watch this. Yes.
1: Like Stanley Kubrick is one of those top-tier directors of all time. And from his set of films, this is up there. So absolutely should give it a watch. And look, once shit starts happening, that two and a half hours, that doesn't really sit in your head. But before we wrap up, Mike, we did get a comment on our last episode about Dr. Sleep. And they did reply about what they thought of the movie.
0: All right, let's hear it.
1: So this is from Mark Walling. It said the movie was the best of the year, Rose the Hat was amazing, and the movie length was perfect, and that in fact could have wished they had another half of a half an hour. The story was compelling enough to have more of the story told. The red rum scene was perfect because dancing Red Rum in the Mirror was just like the shining scene with the mirror and the red rum. So obviously, you know, I had issues about the length of the movie. He feels not only was it perfect, could have been almost three hours long as well. So Thank you, Mark, for your comment. And, Mike, if anyone else has comments about Dr. Sleep or for this episode, The Shining, where can they let us know?
0: Well, you could either email us, as always, entertainmentexpansionoutlook.com. You could find us down on our Instagram page. Send us a direct message. Post a comment under our last post, which is properly labeled Entertainment Expansion. But hey, if you're going through all that trouble, might as well check out our YouTube channel, which uh, you're never going to guess it. Yes, it is Entertainment Expansion. We've got a whole bunch of videos about movies, a few games here or there, but it's mostly movies. There's a lot of stuff I think you guys are going to like.
1: I agree with that. I think there'll definitely be quite a few discussions you'll enjoy. But that is it for this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. Thank you for listening. And as always, we will see you next week. Alright, just coming in under eighteen minutes. Not bad. I didn't know there was a European Cup.
0: Yeah, I told, didn't I tell you about that?
1: <sighs> you did. I forget. I mean, let me see here. What was what was different?
0: Yeah, Extended scenes
1: included a longer meeting between Jack and the hotel manager. Okay. Danny going that. to the doctor.
0: Okay, so it's pretty good that that stuff got cut.
1: More footage of Halloran's attempts to get to the hotel during the snowstorm. Okay. Extended dialogue scenes at the hotel. Between who? Uh, I guess so. Uh, Wendy discovers a group of skeletons in the hotel lobby during the climax of the movie.
0: Uh, That would have been kind of cool to see.
1: And, And that would have been. Uh Apparently, Kubrick decided to cut some of the sequences because the movie was not very well received and after Warner Bros. had complained about its ambiguity in length. Wow, that's a lot of fucking detail. The scene where Jack writes on the typewriter the all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy was reshot numerous times to change the language of the typed copy to Italian, French, Spanish, and German. To match with the dubbed version. (laughs) That's funny. Ah, That's a small detail, but I guess that goes a long way.
0: Yeah. All right,
1: well, I will go end the recording, and I will probably try and update Modern Warfare sometime tonight before I go Uh, on.
0: Funny thing. There's no update.
1: There's no update.
0: Nope. No
1: update. But Shoothouse is back.
0: I don't know. I forgot to check.
1: Okay. That
0: Somehow I'm on Crash, but once I'm done with this, I will uh, let you know.
1: Oh, well, good. I'm glad the developers listen, because Shoothouse 24-7 is a lot better.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, as much as Crash is, was cool, Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of it. No, nah, me either. It's just too much camping.
1: Yeah, and that's the one thing it needs less of. Yes. All right. Talk to you later.
0: All right.